Hi, welcome to episode 10 of the Revelation Podcast. I'm your host, John, and thank you for clicking on the play button to listen. And if you have your Bibles, could you turn to 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 20 and 21? These are the verses that I will begin with. And I know it's been a while, and we are going to continue on with the topic of the Word. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 20 and 21, and I will be reading from the King James Version. Knowing this verse, that no prophet, see, of Scripture is of any private interpretation for prophecy never came by the will of man but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit since episode 3 I have been focusing on the word itself and in the last episode I did I showed what the word said about the pre-existent nature of Jesus. That was in episode 9. So if you'd like to go ahead and listen to it, that would be great. Well, in episode 9, the pre-existent nature of Jesus. The pre-existent nature of Jesus verifies that he always existed. And he created all things from the beginning. In the Bible, it does not only have what Jesus says about himself. It has what his father says about him. And it also has what the writers in the Bible say about him. His father and the writers of the Bible all agree with what Jesus says about himself being the Son of God. Before episode 9 and episode 8, I shared on why the Bible is a special revelation. And we see why we see it as a special revelation throughout time that began in the beginning. I mean, it still continues to be a special revelation even in our lifetime because it has prophecies the prophecies in the Bible like the ones in Revelation have not happened yet at that episode of 8 I went through 2nd Timothy to reveal on why the Bible is a special revelation And we see that it revolves around Jesus. Paul, the writer of 2 Timothy, testifies to the word being inspired by the Holy Spirit. And Peter also testifies that the word of God is written by holy men with the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. For, like I said, for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake 
as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. The prophets in the Old Testament were inspired by the Holy Spirit, and their prophecies revolved around the coming of the Messiah being Jesus, that the Apostle testifies to. Peter testifies to this in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 2, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Another big reason on why I know the Bible is a special revelation that revolves around Jesus is the prophets with their prophecies testifying, testifying to that Jesus is the one. Their prophecies were not just half right or kind of right. Their prophecies were 100% accurate. And a person with a perfect prediction on the future would be by our standard an amazing accomplishment. I mean, a lot of us here, sportscasters, offer their predictions on the outcome of a certain game or how a championship series will end up. Now, if they were accurate on when the series will end and who would win, we would be satisfied as their prediction was good. But they were but if they were able to predict the final score and give a 100% prediction on how the game will end up like the pitcher strikes out all three batters with this many pitches and we're able to tell what pitches will be thrown we would be amazed what amazed is how we should feel about the prophecies of Jesus from the Old Testament prophets because theirs were 100% accurate in episode 10 I will examine what the prophets said about Jesus and we will look in the New Testament to see how they were fulfilled so we continue to see how the Bible is a special revelation that revolves around Jesus now the office of the prophets was established in the Old Testament by Moses. Some say that he was a first prophet, even though Abraham received the prophecy from God, like the Israelites being enslaved in Egypt for 450 years. From Exodus to Deuteronomy, we can see that God established Moses, his brother Aaron, and their sister Miriam as prophets. We know that God had his spirit upon them. We know that. In Numbers chapter 11, verse 29, in the King James Version, it is written as, And Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake, would God that all the Lord's people were prophets? And that the Lord would put his spirit upon them? The prophets in the Old Testament 
were ambassadors for the Lord. So no one could not just go around to declare that they have the word of the Lord for them. We see that in the commands that God gave to Moses that can be read in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 18 and 20. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And it shall come to pass, that whoso will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. But the prophet, which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. God was the one that raised the prophets. He was the one that gave them the spirit so that it could give instruction to his people. If what a person prophesied did not happen then, that means it did not come from God, and that person should be put to death for speaking falsely. I mean, that's how serious the prophecies in the Old Testament were. The words that the prophets spoke were 100% accurate. The way that God spoke to prophets was with visions, and they received in a dream like with Daniel. The prophecies that had to do with the four beasts had been fulfilled with the passing of kingdoms with Babylon, the Persian Medes, in ancient Greece. Even though the Roman Empire no longer rules the world, on second thought, I kind of still think they do with the Vatican's. Now even though the Roman emperors no longer rule the world, their influence on how to govern nations still exists. So the Roman ideas of rule are still alive. It's just that we have not reached the 10 rulers that were represented with a toes in King Nebuchadnezzar's statue. Another prophecy that Daniel received while serving under the Medes was the 70 weeks. And in that, he sees Jesus being the Messiah that we cut off from his people, the Jews. In the New Testament, and even today, we see the Jews reject Jesus as the Messiah. Daniel's seven-week prophecy is a good example of Old Testament prophecy that is about Jesus, that we will see it being fulfilled in the New Testament with the Gospels. The time between when Daniel received the seven-week prophecies and the time Jesus came to the world, this world, was around 434 years. So we can see with Daniel's prophecy. To be an example of God speaking through him to see why he was 100% accurate. The words of God speaking through prophets with 100% reflects in the Bible. Which is another reason why the word of God is a special revelation. Now that we see God using prophets to bring his word with 100% accuracy. We can see what the prophets in the Old Testament said about Jesus to see more on why the Word of God is a special revelation about 
him. To see what the Old Testament prophets said about Jesus and how it was fulfilled in the Old Testament, I will use a list that was published by the Nelson Publishing Company. I will point out what prophecy the Old Testament prophesied. I will point out where it occurred in the New Testament. The seed of the woman. The prophecy, the seed of a woman. In the Old Testament, it was Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. And this was God that was speaking to Eve. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. In Galatians chapter 4, verse 4, Paul to the Galatians explains how that prophecy was fulfilled. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. Now, the prophecy, the seed of Abraham, in Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, And I will bless thee that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and e thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So, Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, the book of of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. The Gospel of Matthew was to present the Messiah to the Jews. So Matthew brings in the genealogy of Christ. And in that, we see that we trace him back to David and to the son of Abraham. And so, next is from the tribe of Judah. In Genesis chapter 49, verse 10. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the lawgiver, from between his feet until Shiloh come. And to him shall the gathering of the people be. This prophecy came from Jacob who was lying on his deathbed. And he was telling this to Judah. In Luke chapter 3, verse 33, we see the genealogy that Luke put in his gospel, which was the son of Amidab, which was the son of Ram, which was the son of Hezron, which was the son of Perez, which was the son of Judah and the prophecy of Jesus being here to the throne of David in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 7 of the decrease of his government and the peace there should be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even for ever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. 
in Luke chapter 1, verses 32 and 33, reveals on how this Old Testament prophecy was fulfilled in the New Testament. He shall be great. He shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. The prophecy where the Messiah was to be born in Bethlehem is recorded in Micah chapter 5 verse 2. But thou Bethlehem, Ephrathah, thou, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. This is fulfilled Luke chapter 2, verses 4, 5, and 7. And Joseph also went from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was a house uh, lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. The prophecy of the virgin birth is found in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. In Luke chapter 1, verses 26, 27, 30, and 31. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin name was Mary. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, that hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. As you can see with what I've been reading from the Old Testament, we see that the Old Testament prophesies about Jesus. We see that from Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, that he, that he is a seed that God promised to Eve, and Paul reveals on how that promise is fulfilled. And then Genesis chapter 12 verse 3, we see that God talking to Abraham and promised him that his seed will be blessed. And we see in how Matthew chapter 1 verse 1 traces the genealogy back to Abraham. And the next prophecy that I like to read refers to his death on the cross. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed.
In Romans chapter 5, verses 6 and 8, Paul writes to Rome, For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. But God commended his love towards us, in that while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. And then the prophecy where he is crucified with others. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 12. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. He has poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors. The transgressors were the two other people that died by his side, and he bare the sins of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Mark chapter 15, verses 27 and 28. And with him they crucified two thieves, the one on his right hand, the other on his left. And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And in Psalms chapter 6, Psalms chapter 16 verse 10 in Psalms chapter 49 verse 15 it's a prophecy about his resurrection for thou wilt not leave my soul in hell neither wilt thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption Psalms chapter 16 verse 10 Psalms chapter 49 verse 15 God but God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave for he shall receive me New Testament prophecy the New Testament the Old Testament prophecy fulfilled in the New Testament Mark chapter 16 verses 6 and 7 and he saith unto him be not affrighted ye seek Jesus of Nazareth which was crucified he is risen he is not here behold the peace where they laid him but go your way tell his disciples and Peter that he goes before you into Galilee there shall ye see him as he has said unto you. So we can see that the Old Testament prophecies were being fulfilled in the New Testament. And like I said earlier on, the prophecies in the Bible is why the Word of God is a special revelation. The prophecies are 100% accuracy. Because they came from God himself. And his anointed men delivered it. And in the New Testament, like the virgin birth. And like Jesus being born in Bethlehem. And how he was going to die. And how he was going to be resurrected. Shows that the Bible indeed is a special revelation. Now... In episode 11, in the final episode of the Word of God, I will be looking at and seeing on what Jesus said about himself that is in the Word. So we can see why the Word of God is a special revelation. In episode 11, we will take a look at what Jesus himself said to see how the word is a special revelation. Well, I hope that you've been blessed by this, and I look forward to doing more podcasts at the Revelation Podcast.